So here's the thing. I'm going to tee you up real nice on this intro here, but I'm expecting a very specific response from you. And based on your response, you will either garner a great deal of respect for me or you will lose a great deal of respect from me. Oh, so the pressure. The pressure. it shouldn't be hard, but I'm hoping if you nail it, you're going to make my day. You're going to make my day. But if, no, if I well, miss it, I'll make your day too. So now nah, if you miss it, it's just, it's going to put a damper on the whole thing. So all right, that's a ready. lot of pressure. Well, I'm sorry. This is a, this is a showbiz, man. You know, well, you should have just done it when, you know, and let the chips fall where they may. Now I'm like overthinking things. I thought I'd give you at least a fighting chance. So well, if it's that obvious, I wouldn't need a fighting chance. Well, this might be true, but here we go. You ready? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the John G. Or Else podcast. As always, and forevermore, I am who else but Tommy Else. And with me, as always, is the man on the beat from johngsbeat.com, Mr. Jonathan Boom Boom Robleski. Boom Boom. <sighs> boom Boom. Yeah. Man, not doing anything for me. Uh, all right, now you do it to me. Give me the same intro, same middle name. For the John GRL's podcast, I am joined by who else but Tommy Boom Boom Else. Hi there. Wow. Welcome back, Cotter. Yes, 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 yes. That's a 40 year old reference. Well, how old are you, man? I mean, I'm younger than you, and I know the show. That's Freddie Boom Boom Washington right there. I'm well aware of it. You know why he was called Boom Boom? Yeah, because when he played the bass, it went Boom Boom. Very good. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Mr. Carter. Yeah, I mean, come on. I just, if you had said it, if you had, if you just leaned into the mic and just gave me a, hi there, I mean... It would have made my day. I just, you know, I knew that the odds were slim, but you know. So nice background there. This guy, this guy decides now to, uh, you know. Well, I didn't want to risk it and stole it again. I, is this enough? Man, uh, I have it on my glasses too. You know, like they you could do that shading stuff. You know, that would be cool actually, because you could get round ones with the logo <laughs> on both sides. Of it, you know, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. I'll work on that. And then, you know, we can get, uh, yeah. I mean, then those can be like, and that'll be your gimmick. I won't wear them. And you'll like, and then like people can go on the merch store and get their own John G podcast glasses. You like some sunglasses or something. Yeah, the sunglasses were a gimmick of a a long ago, hopefully forgotten partner of mine on, on other projects. That was his gimmick. Yeah. Well, so I'm, I, I'll I'll shade away <laughs> uh, sunglasses. Well, you at least have a legitimate reason to wear sunglasses. So, and again, technically they're not sunglasses; they're prescription glasses. But no, well, yeah, they are prescription glasses, but they're not sunglasses. They are. Um, um, I forgot what they're called now. Um, <laughs> no, it's um, they're not sunglasses. 
are they are they built specifically for your light sensitivity you have yeah yeah Yeah. there's a name for it i mean i'm not the only one that has them but yeah yeah, no i'm i'm sure Uh, i forget i forget the name of it yeah well no this is good for people to hear because john is you know on the surface people might think john's just wearing sunglasses because you know he thinks i'm cool too too cool for school but it's uh it's not the case uh neither of those statements are actually and um uh but uh but yeah so that's a little insight into john g right there there you go um i'm not even going to ask how you're doing i want to just dive right into this last weekend man because you just went out to new york you were you went to the new york comic-con and you got to see your guy billy joel at uh madison square garden walk us through it you get to New York. You're staying at the Ritz. Staying at the I mean, Ritz, 32nd floor, uh, Southern View. You can see the Empire State Building. You can see um, Statue of Liberty. Everything, man. It's, it was wonderful. The folks at the Ritz were fantastic. Yeah. My God. Yeah. It was. It was an unbelievable. Uh, Would you uh, say yeah. that's your best hotel experience? Um, singularly, yes. But my my buddies and I stayed at the. Um, um, the Written House in Philadelphia, which is one of the oldest and, and most classic hotels, that okay. was also through Global Traveler. Um, that was probably about twenty, yeah, maybe about eighteen, fifteen years ago. That was that, that was comparable in a different way. It wasn't. Yeah, it's a different modern. type of different type of place. Yeah, yeah, but it was equally as as elegant. But this was phenomenal. And the, uh, dinner at the uh, Zatania, which is their attached restaurant. Uh, uh, pre, uh, created by Chef Jose Andres. I had a, a wonderful, um, um, like a pistachio eggplant thing for uh, for an appetizer. I had grilled squid for dinner. And I had, and it sounds very simple, but I had this, this uh, apricot dessert, which was like um, baked apricots sitting on top of like a Greek yogurt with pistachio dust. And it sounds just relatively simple. But man, the layers and the textures were phenomenal. It was one of the best desserts I've ever had. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So, so, the, so you 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 were checking in, you know, while you were at Comic Con and and giving me updates and stuff. And you said that it was like you've been to Comic Con here in Chicago and everything, but it was like that times ten. You said it was just unbelievable. Yeah, I've never seen anything like this. This this is like walking into a like Grand I mean, Central Station. You, no you've been to, you've been about every kind of convention on the planet. Would you say yeah. this was like the biggest thing you've ever biggest. been to? Biggest, wow. most crowded, very well organized. I, I have to say, like even the the lines and stuff to get in, very, they ran it very smoothly. There was never any major hiccups. Uh, but man, it was just uh, the the. You've been to Wizard World. I think yeah. you've been to E2E2 as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah. The the space that this took up was probably, I, I couldn't even guess, ten times the space, and the crowd was probably twenty times, if that, if if not. They say that it surpassed San Diego. Um, wow. and it's unconfirmed, but that's what I heard. And I, I've never been to the San Diego one, but um, th- this was like just ridiculously crowded. It was insane. Yeah. Wow. So that's a lot of walking around, I would imagine then. I mean, I like, logged in, is, is, I, I had it, my thing on one day. Yeah. I logged in uh, like nine and a half miles. Wow. But including back and forth from the hotel, but the hotel was roughly, yeah. hotel was roughly less than a mile from the place so maybe about seven and a half miles at the so, convention so is it like like where where is it in like what kind of building how is it spread out it's in the javits center which is uh, right along the, the hudson river line billy joel okay um 
and uh, it's on two floors and just huge, you know, the uh, stairs, elevator, escalators, whatever you wanted to take. Um, the main floor, which was the, the lower floor had like the artists and the celebrities and the anime and, and goofy stuff like that. The upper, fl upper floor had all the, the uh, vendors and yeah. the vendors literally took the whole upper floor. It was just wall to wall vendors. Wow. Uh, I had a couple people, um, a couple of people. I know one of them was the parents of, of a DePaul um, softball player. And she said, Hey, can you take, can you get a picture of my booth? My, my, I, they, she helped fabricate one of the booths that was there gotcha. from Chicago. Yeah. And it was like, you know, messenger yeah. or whatever out there. And I took a few pictures, but I, I said, like, I can't even get any decent shot. Like I couldn't get a shot from too far many people. Away. Yeah. Yeah. To take the whole thing in. So that's how insanely crowded it was. Wow. Um, and, and what is like the, the difference, like in ticket price between them and Chicago? Unfortunately, I wouldn't know that. I, well, I, that. I, I mean, I know you got you, you got in on your credentials, but I mean, like, I'm just wondering, like, you know, how much more do they pay to get into that one versus say Chicago? Because it sounds like, you know, I, you get like a three day pass for Chicago. I mean, you can get through the whole thing pretty much in the first day, day and a half or something, if you really scour through everything, you know, but I think you would get more bang for your buck at what you're talking about i mean that sounds like you could spend a whole day on just one floor yeah you, know? you could i was talking to somebody about that you could not if, if if you truly wanted to see everything and spend you know a decent time with stuff that you had interest you would never be able to do it in one day as right. if, and it was so big and so uh, expansive that i had to like make plans like usually i would run back and forth from the artist alley to this to that and this was like you couldn't do that so it's like okay i'm gonna hit the artist you had, you had to map it out yeah yeah so it made sense yeah the yeah there was no time. going back and forth like that would just be a waste of time and effort yeah but i unfortunately i don't know the ticket prices oh well i you know i can look it up i was just curious um any i mean so you met up with i mean talk about some of the people you saw when you were out there you got to you know rub well, elbows with some folks out there as you do there were a lot of funny, there were a lot of wrestlers out there, of course, but uh, some of the, the funnier ones that I think I posted was, um, I went to the one booth, Heroes Hideout, and um, the Godfather was there, and yeah. he was with Ron Sims, and Godfather knows me from many other times I've run into him, and he, of course, calls me Jay Leno, so I'm about 10 feet away, and he's, he's talking to some fan, and all of a sudden, he like, gets up and starts yelling for Jay Leno, so I go to him, you know. And then he, he Simmons is sitting next to me, he kind of hits Simmons in the arm and goes, this is Jay Leno. And Simmons does his damn. And then yeah. Yeah, he goes, yeah, you do look like Jay Leno. And I said, well, it's funny because somebody mentioned that I looked like David Lynch, which I've never heard before. And Simmons goes, F that shit. No, no, no. You're, you're Jay Leno from now on. And then he, he um, then the next day. So I go back. Real, real quick. So you're yeah. going to censor fuck, but then you're going to say shit. Well, shit is allowed. Yeah. Yeah, it, this can, is this is this whole podcast. Everything, anything is allowed. You can say whatever. Well, you want. I understand, but I have certain standards I like to keep. Unbelievable. All right. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, so the next day I go back there, and uh, and it, kind of the same thing happens. You know, they both call out, and this time Rikishi's there, and Simmons taps Rikishi to, and Rikishi agrees and goes, "Well, I need a picture with Jay Leno. So get over here, Leno." So I, oh, I, that's I, cool. 
Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I took a picture of them, and then um, and the the other end was um, boy. Would it, you know what would really made that perfect though is if you were wearing your John's URLs podcast T-shirt when you were when well. You were there. So anyway, think, about, so think the, about the photo you would have got. So the I next mean. day or, or during the day, there there were three other wrestlers were in the celebrity area, and that was um, uh, Mick Foley, Britt Baker, and uh, Jack Perry, who who we've seen at Resistance back in the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Mick had all his characters. He had all the gimmicks. He had the do love and yeah. And uh, it was funny because and he started yelling at me for being a traitor with with Britt Baker. And I said, "Well, you know, Mick, it's Britt Baker. Wouldn't you? You'd be standing in line too." And he he agreed with me on that. Yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, let's see. Well, then you know there was. Uh, and there you were, uh, you you said you mentioned to him that we were going to see, uh, which is coming up this weekend. We're going to go see Al Snow in his comedy show. And uh, what was uh, Mick's response? Um, what was it? Oh, uh, L, L, L sucks. Tell him L sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll relay that message uh, when we see him. So go ahead. Anyway, so you got yeah. I saw you got to see all three faces of Foley. That was cool. I did. I ran into um, completely ran into Chicago's very own Colt Cabana. Who oh, I, stopped, I saw that. Yeah. Who yeah. actually stopped me and oh, said, no, "Hey, you're from Chicago." Mm-hmm. And I, I I laughed and he and I said, well, how do you know that? He goes, yeah, I know you. I, you know, I've seen you around all the places, which was kind of funny because I mean, Colt Cabana's not you know John Cena level, but he, he's fairly big. Everybody more or less. I mean, if you are into wrestling, you know who Colt Cabana yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that was pretty cool. Met Danhausen. Met uh, Rebel from. Uh, you met Danhausen before, though. Right? I have. Yeah, yeah, I have. But actually, I gave him. A, I had a, him sign a picture of him with me, and he signed it uh, to Johnhausen. He's supposed yeah. to sign it to John G. Housen, but he screwed up, so it just was John Housen. Okay. Who might argue? Um, his dad, I think I've mentioned, his dad is a very uh, a well-known uh, comic artist and author, so we talked yeah. about that for a little bit. Um, cool. and, then I, and I met with the usual artist, uh, you know, Sarah Richard, our Baldazar, Dirk Manning, who uh, hopefully, willing, will be on our uh, podcast sometime very soon. Yeah, yeah. He agreed to come on, um, talk about his books, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I did not see who was there. Um, Michael J. Fox and uh, Christopher Lloyd had a panel. I could not get into that. The press passes do not give you access to the panels. You still have to apply for them. Yeah. And it, like it's like ridiculous. Like in Chicago, you can get into a panel. You say you want. You know, like you have to register for most of them, but you could still probably get in them. Yeah. But this was like you could like. There, I knew some people that came as couples. And they couldn't even like one would get in and the other wouldn't like you couldn't even register as a couple, you know. Right. But yeah, that was, I, both I, was I, a real heartwarming moment with. Uh, yeah, I, that's what I heard. It was like uh, it was a big deal, and there and there was like a real nice moment in the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, that's and he's cool. not looking good, unfortunately. So prayers to prayers to Michael J. Uh, yeah. I love Michael J. is one of my favorites. No, I'm I'm a Michael. I'm a I'm a Alex P. Keaton guy. I'm a yeah. you know I'm a Teen Wolf guy. I'm a Back to the Future guy. You know yeah. I love I love a little. Uh, and then uh, what was the one he was? Oh, in? and Spanguli, of course. And who, oh like, yeah, well it was yeah, funny because like you know, he was Spanguli, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't think he would be quite as popular. He would might have been more popular there. Well, probably because it's a rare apparent appearance, but. Right. Um, you know, I, as, as soon as I walked in fr- uh, Saturday, because he was only there Saturday and, Saturday and Sunday, as soon as I walked in Saturday, I went to his booth. The line was already cut off. Wow. But I knew the uh, I knew Jim Roach as his executive producer, and I, I kind of pulled yeah. my press pass well, thing. Good, good for yeah. him, man. You know, Sven Gulli deserves that. Yeah. 
Yeah, he. I'm, uh, ha- I'm happy for him. That's awesome. Yeah, he was really. Yeah, Sven's Rich Cole is one of the nicest guys you'd ever meet in your life. You know, you you, you met him. I, I I met him. I met him twice, and yeah, both times just absolutely just a a, a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So that was, I mean, that was it. You know, a lot of artists, a lot of, uh, I ran in, it just ran into two friends uh, completely by, you know, just happenstance. And like the odds of that are, you know, yeah. one in a hundred thousand. Yeah. So, but, so, yeah. so you did that, but then Sunday night, you capped off the weekend going to see your boy, Billy I Joel. Did. Billy Joel at the Madison Square Garden, which was roughly halfway between the hotel and the Javits Center. So it was a, about a four block walk from my hotel, which was fantastic. Um, it just, uh, you know, it was funny because when I was walking back from the show, I was walking with some people and we all kind of said like, it was a great concert. There's no doubt, but it, right. um, it really is more the experience of just seeing him at his home stadium where he's done 80. I think this was the, 84th, Oh yeah. I think it was the 84th time in this streak that he's done a show there. Wow. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, he sounded better than he has in the last couple of times I've seen him. Maybe it's the, the layoff due to COVID, not him having it, but just the pandemic. Right, or, right. or maybe it's because he's in New York, but he had a little extra. He seemed stronger. He seemed more alive. Good. Um, and the experience was just ridiculously, you know, just it's like seeing Michael Jordan in the stadium, Babe Ruth in, in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, still yeah. Still in Madison Square Garden. Like, to me, that's, yeah. That's how you're going to top that. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what to do now, man. I, I that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad you had a good weekend. I'm glad that uh, you know you got to see your guy and made it back safe. You had a good time in the hotel, you know. But that's not going to compare to this weekend when you and me, baby, yeah. road trip, El Snow, David Fox Mullen, John Girls beat shirts and hoodies. This is going to be good. Yeah, uh, it is worth mentioning. We do the hoodies are a reality now. You can you can purchase them on ProWrestlingTees.com. Just look for uh, the John G or else under the uh, John G's Beat store, and uh, you'll see uh, them available. You like it? You said it's good, good quality. Yeah, I think it's pretty yeah. good. I, I, yours is right here, right next to me, actually, just so I don't forget it. I actually have a few things for you. I've got. Uh, well, you, uh, got, you got Paloma's comic book for me. I, I do. It's I sitting mean, in, like the, it's in the box that was, right what, there. Six six months ago or something like. I that. haven't seen you since then. Yeah. Well, no, okay. You, you, no, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And you said yeah, I forgot to bring the comic book. No, yeah. it's not that. I mean, I intentionally didn't bring it. What was I supposed to bring it? Hand it to you at a, a wrestling show, and it would. Get yeah. Destroyed? No, that's true. That's true. Well, all right. All right. All right. Take it easy. This guy, you know, gets fired up real easy here. You know. Well, you're you were attacking me for the last Weird. several days. <laughs> Unmercifully. Well, you know, this guy goes to New York Comic Con. You know, I see him in in, you know, you know, you wear your John G shirt that, you know, yeah, of course, gotta do that. Keep the branding, you know, or if Global Traveler's got a shirt for you to wear, I understand, you know. And then after that, you know, then the John G or else podcast shirt should be should be in some of these photos. Now the alternatives that I saw was there was a a plain yellow shirt that had nothing on it. <laughs> there was an AEW shirt, uh, which explained this, which you explained was like a New York Comic Con AEW shirt. Which unless unless AEW was fitting the bill for this, I don't think that counts. No, that was, and then and then the other one 
was uh squared circle expo which i didn't know was also uh funding your uh your your trip a why am i why am i in defense but no <laughs> the, the new york comic-con shirt that was a new york comic-con shirt it, it wasn't uh, it was a new york comic-con shirt with aew on it but it was from the folks of new york comic-con that was my New York Comic Con shirt to wear and promote the Comic Con, not to promote AEW. Okay, all right, fine. The yellow shirt was merely because I wore that the first day because when I got to the hotel, uh, my room wasn't ready because I actually got on an early flight because this is so fascinating to people. I got on an early flight and got to New York by like 8 a.m. So obviously my room wasn't ready, even though the folks there were fantastic, they're not gonna have a room ready for me at eight o'clock. So I gave him, I gave him my bag and then the, you know, the guy took it wherever. And then I went "Oh man, I forgot to switch shirts. Now I wasn't going to go, Hey, can I have my bag back so I could switch shirts. So I just wore the shirt that I had on. Now here's the answer to getting around that, that would have made that not an issue whatsoever. If you were already wearing the shirt, it wouldn't have mattered and you would have been able to walk away from the hotel and go and you would have had it on day one. Well, I, I haven't seen you posting pictures on your recent trip wearing a uh, John GRL shirt. I didn't have a John GRL shirt yet. It didn't exist. I didn't have mine either. You had your shirt. No, I didn't. I just picked this up yesterday. Oh, well, you didn't make that clear. Because even though we love the folks at Pro Wrestling Tees, sometimes they take a little while to deliver to to produce the shirt. I just well, picked this up yesterday, along with your shirt, which I saved several dollars of, of shipping and handle for you. That's the thanks I get. Well, you didn't make that clear. And before you gave all the reasons why you wore your shirt and all the, for the other shirts and stuff, you could have just cut, you could have just saved us 10 minutes and just cut it off and said, I didn't have the shirt. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, all right. Let's then I went to the Chicago uh, International Film Festival yesterday because I'm covering that for Global Traveler. Yeah. And what was involved with that? Oh, it's a swanky affair at the Music Box Theater. They serve food and hors d'oeuvres and Coke and not Coca-Cola. Um, <laughs> yeah. There might have been Coke in the back room. I didn't they go didn't back have, there. They didn't have mirrors out there with lines no, ready to or go. dollar bills. But uh, yeah, I, so I, I, uh, I uh, yeah, that was did fun you, yesterday. So did you watch a film or was it just a... No, yesterday, I mean, there were films in other parts, but I went just to enjoy the spectacle of the whole thing. There was a big outdoor thing booths and and whatnot and then there's the little soiree inside yeah i i just hopped out a little bit rubbed shoulders ate food good good appetizers they had some like little uh, shrimpy things and so yeah. you just you just mooched off the whole thing basically i i i took what my coverage allowed <laughs> i didn't want to insult them just grab my press pass and leave that's rude yeah Somebody went through a lot of trouble to make those snacking. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, not to change the subject, but to actually go back to different subjects. Did you look at the menu for this this uh, saloon we're going to for Al and and uh, David Vox? They have a really fun menu. I'm I'm going hungry there. Okay, no, I did not. But um... they don't have a taco salad. Don't get excited. 
interesting enough, um, you know, Joseph White, who was on uh, the previ a previous episode with his collectible online store, I had seen him and uh, he was talking about maybe going to the show as well, but he had looked up the place online and apparently like there were a lot of really bad reviews about the place. And then the owner himself gets on there and was like, like sounded like he was very difficult in arguing with everybody <laughs> and stuff like, you know, he's very defensive about it and everything. And so then Joe was like, I don't know if I'm going to go down there. It sounds like it might be a little, you know, I don't know. This could be I'm, fun. I'm sure it'll be fine, <laughs> but so yeah. So it, it sounded like it, it could be a it could be a rowdy affair, but good food, and we'll definitely have Al Snow to to check out and David, and you know. So I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. It's gonna be fun. And you get an hour there and back with me. Oh, well, I'm gonna get you some sort of sedative or something to put you put you down, you know, so you're just knocked out for that period of time until I get us there. And I'll like inject you with some insulin or some, uh, you know, I don't know, something to wake you up. Um, How about one of the, just the, the stab to the heart thing, like in Pulp Fiction? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there was adrenaline. Adrenaline, um, yeah. Yeah. I'd be more than happy to stab you in the heart. I, uh, or the back. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> Um, so I don't know if you've noticed on the last few episodes, but we've, uh, we've added a little bit of intro music and some, uh, music in the, uh, transitions. I have. Uh, or were you talking to the fans? No, I'm talking to you, buddy. All right. Well, I didn't know if that was a generic, like, you know, you were going to go into explanation for the viewers or listeners. This whole thing is me and you talking to each other, not talking to you know the people. Yeah, I know, but we're, we're people yeah, are we're, listening to us talk to each other. That's how. This we're also works. enlightening them about various things. Well, we are trying, trying. Um, anyway, uh, they're just short little clips, but they um, they're done by my brother who uh, works under the name Professor Click K L I Q. Um, but uh, the reason I'm bringing them up isn't because of that. Um, he just uh, he he has done music for uh, many video games. I think about six or seven now, uh, but his most recent one he did uh, is called Spider Hack. And uh, it's actually getting a lot of traction, it seems like. You know, I turn on my Xbox and on the uh, front screen, there it is, you know, being advertised, you know, download Spider Hack and, and everything. And what it is, is it's like this, uh, it's, you you play as spiders it's like a multiplayer game you can play it by yourself but you can play it online and everybody are spiders and these spiders have lightsabers and can throw bombs and of course shoot webs and swing from things and climb up stuff and so it's a very uh and they're all like kind of neon and stuff but my brother did all the music for this for this game and uh it's it's some of my favorite stuff just in general that he's done but it's it's great music for the it really gives the the game it's it's theme it gives it uh it's mood you know like visually it looks pretty awesome uh it's very simple but you know it's like the spiders are all neon and you know and the lightsabers and all that sort of stuff uh but um but I think that the music does make a difference in it and really ties the whole thing together and stuff. So, yeah, I'm now I'm talking to the people out there. Oh, sorry. Um, I, 
I thought we were only talking to each other. Starting as of this sentence, uh, if you are interested at all, check out the game. I don't think it costs very much. Um, But if nothing else, if you want to listen to the music, it is on Spotify. Just look up Professor Click and uh, the uh, soundtrack for Spider Heck is on there. I, I dig it. I love your brother, man. And we, I used to have so much fun doing interviews or just hanging with him. For some reason, no pun intended, we kind of clicked on interviews. There was always like a good. You guys good did really, yeah. No, you guys had a good rapport too, man. I mean, yeah, I I loved seeing the interviews with him, man. You know, granted, he was you know half in the bag for a majority Sometimes. of them, but he wasn't. No, there were some sober ones there too. But you were catching him at the end of the night at a wrestling show, so that know. was perfect. Yeah, but he, uh, but still, yeah, it was. Uh, I love, I love seeing those, and yeah, he is. He's a great guy. I love him to death and um, I'm just real proud of him. You know, I've got the unique perspective of having seen him since he was born and seeing him go and become interested in music and start making music. And, you know, and now he's done several video games. He's done, he's scored um, documentaries. He has several albums of his own that he's put out. He's done commercials. Um, I mean, just I had a friend who was on a uh, a flight out to uh, Greenland, I think, and on the flight they played a documentary about Greenland, and in the intro credits it said music by Professor wow. Click. That's got to be really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was on an international flight and that came up, and I and he messaged me. He was like, "Dude, I'm like, I just, I had no idea your brother did this, but I just saw his name on this." And I was like, "Oh yeah, he told me about it and and everything." I never saw the documentary, but um, uh, yeah. So you know, anyway, he's a cool guy. I'll uh, maybe I'll I'll pick a couple of choice uh, interviews you did with him, and we'll put him on the the youtube page uh link them over there so that people can check that out do the one where um the one where we were at the resistance i think where he was the ring announcer that was one of my favorites okay yeah 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 yeah, we got yeah he did ring announcing one night for us we were uh we were going through a spell where we did like didn't have ring announcers and so like once again it became my responsibility so like i got you know my buddy quinn did it for uh, a few shows um and was great um and then yeah my brother i got him on on one of them i said you know just one time you know but it was cool because we also got to do like you know uh their photographer mike vinicor had uh got to we got to do a few you know photos together and stuff you know my eric st vaughn gear and him in his suit and you know do a little photo brother photo shoot which is awesome so but anyway i love the kid check out professor click even if you don't like the soundtrack check out some of his other stuff guns blazing is a real easy one to to start with which is uh the song actually that uh the show kicks off with there you go i thought i thought we should come out guns blazing every episode so you know i like it it works. Hopefully, hopefully we don't get canceled from the anti-gun people. Um, uh, <laughs> real, real quick, I, um, as you were saying the, about your uh, seeing the, your brother's name on there, I, I had flashback to something when I was I was on the way. I was at O'Hare. I was on the way to my um, uh, gate trying to catch the early flight, and I hear Lightfoot come over the uh, loudspeaker, and it freaked me out because you know as Mayor Lightfoot, blah blah blah. Welcome to O'Hare uh, Airport, winner of the best airport for the last 18 years 
by Global Traveler magazine. And I like freaked oh, out. Oh, no kidding. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I, you know, so I immediately texted, well, I wait, I got on the flight. And then I texted Fran Gallagher, uh, yeah, CEO. Yeah. And, uh, and he, you know, of course, like you, he goes, well, did you record it? I go, no, I was like racing <laughs> it on the, you know, the air. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Well, that, well, it does repeat though, doesn't it? So. Yeah, but it doesn't repeat like every 10 seconds. No, 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 no. I understand. I understand. By the time I heard it, I couldn't, you know, grab my phone and it was too late, you know, but it was pretty cool to hear that. Cause it, as we said, nobody's ever heard of Global Traveler Magazine, but um yeah kind of oh, cool people at o'hare hearing about it yeah and um, by the way real quick yeah. polarized polarized lenses that's what these are oh okay gotcha all yeah. right well if anyone else out there wears polarized lenses and uh can can sympathize with john g uh reach out and uh we can swap stories about oh wait now are we talking to the people again i thought we were just talking to each other well, you keep it up, and you know you're going to be talking to yourself. So I would, I would enjoy that more. No black, Janji or Janji podcast. Jeez, nobody else. Nobody. Else. Um. That so, would be great. Yeah, nobody. The nobody else podcast. Yeah, starring John Robleski. Yeah. Oh. Well, boom. boom. <laughs> In the future, if anyone ever calls you John G. Boom Boom Rob Lesky, just give it. I will a... say. Hi there. Hi there. There you go. All right. Can I just um, go? No, that's just, it's not that's not enough. It's a little that's a little too inside baseball for for some people. I mean, at least if you watch the show, not everybody who watched the show knew why it was called why it was well, called. They should. Yeah, well, I I think if you were a regular watcher, you should. Yes. Yeah um i you know we like to check in once in a while on uh some of our fellow resistance pro alumni and uh we heard what yesterday that sarah logan is returning to uh the wwe as part with her husband well she her husband's already there she is returning to be connected with her husband in the viking raiders whatever they that's, are yeah that's awesome that's yeah. exactly where she would be yeah she was uh um uh, crazy mary dobson and resistance pro she's now with sarah logan but yeah her husband is one half of the viking raiders and uh she will absolutely fit into that faction perfectly it's gonna i mean ever since trip and i don't want to get into a big wrestling thing but ever since triple h got put in charge i mean he is just he's like undoing everything that i mean like at a from, yeah. it, it's like it's like when trump went into office and was just like changing everything like every day <laughs> it was signing a new thing about something it's like triple h is doing the same thing he's like all right we're bringing back brown Strowman, we're bringing back the uh bray wyatt we're gonna bring back the oc you know it's like well, let's 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 get it's all good load. stuff yeah it's all good stuff yeah i mean like i'm i, I think it's, it's exciting i think it's exciting you know it's it's I'm real excited about where things are going to go now that this guy's running the show. I love it. I love it. Well, let me ask uh, you though, how, like, I was surprised that you know, I thought she was done with wrestling. It just seemed like, I will, I will, arm. I will say that she, I, I didn't, I never thought like she was done, done, but I didn't think even still she'd come back as soon as she is, you know, but I mean, good for her i'm glad i'm i'm excited it'll be fun to watch um and i think that'll be exactly what the viking raiders need to really put them over i mean they've 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 done well they've been one of the top teams on the show for a while but i mean i think there's like just a certain 
element that's been missing and i think she'll i think she's gonna make that work i think she's gonna tie it together do you see a feud with judgment day who knows i don't know anyway like i said i know i'm gonna get into a big wrestling thing we gotta save that for our other show but i did want to check in on one other wrestler um my old tag team partner brady pierce uh first of all was doing stunt doubling on a show called heels which is uh, about wrestling uh for one of the lead characters on the show um so he got to do that but he just recently appeared or or filmed for uh the walking dead wow i didn't know that. yeah as, yeah as a, as a like as a yeah as a, i mean he it, he's he's not a zombie you know what i mean like he's oh, a guy. I mean, he's got a role he's not just a uh, right a yeah it, it looks like, like it's that. like it looks like it's like him and like two other guys or something like that you know that are like oh, good for him the, yeah. in this scene or something Indeed. i don't i don't know the context but it's not like he just you know is one of the hundred people in a zombie costume i mean like he actually has he, he's got a costume and the whole thing and stuff he was showing pictures he had a picture with him and the guy who plays daryl you know and, and everything so um so great. you would say after after uh after breaking away from you he's gone on to bigger better things sort of i'd like say that. i i'd so say like after, a Shawn michaels to a Mari Janetti no i would say more like i you know i feel like a proud father who helped launch him into um you know greatness and no, i'd say more marty Janetti. i uh you know and i'm i'm sure he feels a great uh great deal of debt and gratitude towards me for helping um get him out there and make oh, him know i knows i do you know so uh he's uh you know but i know he i know he uh he knows where he came from he knows where he came from and he yeah. knows who he knows who got him where he is oh so, yeah um but i am very proud of him i'm very happy for him he is an it was always nothing but an absolute cool dude to me i loved working with him and uh and i hope to see him keep doing bigger things and i'm glad to see him getting into acting and he's, he's done some modeling too so i mean you know he's he's living up the body magic style he's doing it right you know so well, while we're on the subject of alumni uh shot today we're recording on billy stark's birthday billy stark's a former guest on our show oh happy well birthday, happy billy. birthday to her i saw I think she's like 18 yeah i know that's <laughs> i um <laughs> I was with someone the other night and they actually had listened to the Billy Stark show and they said, you know, can you show me one of her matches? So I found one with her, uh, versus, um, uh, Ruby Soho. Uh, so I was like, there you go. That's, that's a solid match. Let's watch sure. that. Um, and we're watching it and she's like, and she's like 17. Right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm like, but that's high school. I was like, maybe she's 18, but that's, I'm like, but last time we talked to her, yeah, I would keep her at 17 right now. So, uh, well, good for her. Happy birthday to Billy Starks. She's got a match coming up with uh, our, our guest from our last episode, Miss Kate, against uh, Shaza McKenzie. McKenzie. So, um, you know, it all, it all filters through this podcast and then goes back out into the world. And, you know, we, we, we're helping, we're helping the world one episode at a time yeah um although i i will i will <laughs> i did want to bring up one thing um, um i know this is going to be another feel it coming into the back go ahead well so we you know i i typically don't like to give up 
you know, guests that we have coming on or anything like that. Um, but we, all I'll say is that there's a good chance that we're going to have um, a uh, someone who's involved with roller derby on at some point. And um, John gets me the information, tells me about this and everything. And um, he sends me a text. Oh, well, we're not we're not talking to each other again. Now we're talking. Explaining. To the I'm telling you, I'm gonna just. Just, you're gonna hang up on me? Is that what you're gonna hang say? up on you? Yeah. I'm hang up <laughs> okay, <on>. Grandpa. <laughs> I mean, it's so. This is the text. <laughs> Things to know. This roller derby is a real sport with rules, scoring, etc. Despite that, they all use work names. They are very inclusive. Oh, excuse me for trying to enlighten you, you adult. I've been, you know, I've been to the roller derby before. And, I, and I, I explained I, this already. All roller derbies have different rules. They don't follow the same set. Okay, but what you're describing is a very vague and general description of what roller derby is. You're not telling me about like, okay, but this place does this differently, or well, yeah, they. I do wasn't. Well, as I was supposed to put it all in text, I figured here's just the brief. Well, at this point, I'm why why bother? I mean, and oh, so I would remember, in, in all fairness, so small brain would go, "Hey, John, what did you mean by this?" In all fairness, my response was, "I know what the fuck roller derby is." <laughs> Oh man, I just. <laughs> what I have to put up with? You, you guys, have to put up with. Guys, I read that. I read that, and with. I'm like, that's like that's like saying like you know we might talk to a baseball player. Now here's the deal: it's a it's a real sport. They wear uniforms. They have bats and they have All balls. Right. So you know, it's okay. And they play so in a stadium. So, so just so, just so you don't come unprepared. Blitz, when you came out to the Chicago Bliss, was I not supposed to tell you a few things? You know about there's only seven players and this and that just go in there blindly no i try to help no but that was a situation where there it was there was something i you, forgot you went to roller derby there was something unique to, <laughs> when i don't was, give the like, information it's well, it would have been nice if you gave me the, some information about this you know i just go in blindly I don't ever no, say that. I said that about you yeah. booking guests. You just, you know, just throwing you know, like, you know, such and such time in this name, and we're, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm there. But you anyway, should be grateful for the guest I'm booking. Yeah. Well, God willing, we got a good one tomorrow night. Got a good one tomorrow night. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's true. We do have a good one tomorrow night. Hopefully, tropical uh, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe she delivers a punch. Okay, just take it easy. Just relax. Uh, hey, yeah, I'm going. You know what? You know I get going on tonight. I'm going to a concert tonight. Actually, you're going to see. Oh, uh, go, go ahead. I'm going to see. They might be giants. Well, are they or aren't they? Well, I'll find out. I actually saw them live, like probably like 20 years ago uh at u of i when my friends were still in college um and went out there to see them that was it was a good show i mean it's been 20 years so no they're playing one of their most popular albums was uh one called flood and that that's the one that had like um istanbul and as constance noble and then uh oh god what was the other one 
I don't remember. Uh, but uh, it was a seminal album for them. And so tonight, I guess they're playing the whole thing start to finish. And, and where are they playing? They're going to be at the Riv, actually. Which will be the first time I've been. Last time I was there was uh, years ago, but it was uh, to go see Marilyn Manson when I got to go backstage there. So that was name that was cool. Hey, man, you know, <laughs> it, it happened. <laughs> I got to do it. I'm not going to be shy about it. It was fun. Uh, but yeah. Now, I will say that I can tell I'm getting older because I, I only dawned on me today. I'm like, man, we're going to be standing that whole time, aren't we? You know, like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, because there's going to be an opening band. And, you know, it doesn't start till eight. You know, just like. <laughs> or are you going to nap beforehand? I might, man. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, so that's exciting. Yeah, but I, well, I'm going with a buddy and he's driving, so. Um, oh, and when the show starts at eight, so you're probably leave your place around six. Uh, yeah, I got a client until five thirty, and then I'm just heading straight over to his place, and he lives about twenty minutes away. So we'll probably yeah be taking off about six or so, and then we're picking somebody up out, but they're already out in the city, so it's not a big deal. And hopefully, somewhere in there, we might grab some food too. So the address of the river, I forget where exactly it is. Do I have the address of the Riviera? Yeah, or about where it is? No, I I don't I know, and I don't even have a good grasp on you know I'm not good with the city, so I couldn't even oh. tell you like I was going to give you some food suggestions, but I forget exactly where it is. So. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you like what it's near or anything. So I think the only time I went to the Riv was for Manson. I think I might have seen Fiona Apple there once. Now that I'm thinking about it, but um anyway. Um, what else is going on? It's in on uh, 4746 North Racine, so yeah. Lawrence and Racine. I don't really know a lot of places to eat. Well, that there. means nothing to me. I don't, you know, I don't do the city. Western, you know, where Western is. I I know it exists. I don't know like about where. So no, it's I'm I'm useless in the city, man. I'm just a couple useless. miles northwest of Wrigley Field. How's that? Okay, that helps. I mean, I, I you know, I know, I know Wrigley Field is on the north side. So, remember where that wrestling show was in the high school? Because this is fascinating to the listeners. Remember where the wrestling <laughs> show was in high? Is that uh, Amundsen High School? It's maybe about uh, about two or three miles west of that. So that's about oh, really. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't remember where that school was either. So oh. I just knew it was in. You the can city. just edit this part out. <laughs> Uh, anything else in the world of, of John Robleski to, to share with anybody? That's it, man. I'm exhausted. I'm spent. Yeah. Well, I think that being said, we'll, uh, we'll call it a day. Um, since, since you don't really do, you know, our new, the new media champ, by the way, uh, since you don't really do much in the way of, uh, self-promotion and our, our fans will just have to, seek out information about us where on the internet can they find jonathan boom boom rob lesky they can find me just look for john g's beats you'll find me everywhere but more importantly you'll find me on the john g or else podcast available on spotify and youtube and facebook but where aware aware aware
could they find Tommy Ellis? Well, John, they can find me on the gram at Tommy underscore Ellis. They can find me on the twit at Tommy underscore Ellis. They can find me on the tube, both on the Tommy Ellis YouTube channel and the John G or Ellis YouTube channel. And they can find us on Pro Wrestling Tees, where they can get their John G. Orell's t-shirts available in uh, color and black and white, and also now in a hoodie form in the colored black and red one. So uh, get yours today. Oh, and by the way, we should mention, uh, we did say on the last episode that if, if somebody got us a photo of them, uh wearing a john g earls t-shirt they uh they would be uh they would win an undisclosed prize and, and what uh, did she ask for uh <laughs> uh kristen cliss uh had uh gave us a photo of her and wearing her shirt and uh so yes she is entitled to a prize uh i think she was making a joke when she asked if uh, she was going to win a uh, John G's Beat uh, T-shirt, seemed like a reasonable request. Um, she heartfelt. Well, uh, I I I I think she, you know, I think she just doesn't want to bankrupt us or anything, you know, like because I, my thought was like sixty-inch flat screen. I was like, just you know, hook her up. Oh but, come on, no sixty-inch um, flat screen John G's Beat T-shirt. You go with a T-shirt. But you know, I guess we can if that's if that's it. So well, I'll I know they come in, uh, you know, the entire rainbow of colors. No, they don't. This guy's the the skittles. They, no, they don't features. come in the rainbow <laughs> colors. Under in the Pro Wrestling Tees website, she could look and pick whatever shirt she wants. There, there's a few different designs from artists, limited edition, special editions. I think they do come in a woman's uh, shirt as well. I'm not positive on that. It is one nice thing I like about, uh, or one of the nice things I like about pro wrestling tees is you do have some options there with, uh, you know, women's sizes or material and things like that. Cause I like the, the soft stretchy material and, and, you know, I'm willing to pay a couple extra bucks for that. So, uh, but yeah, so, uh, congratulations, Kristen, we will get you a John G's beat short and, uh, you can, uh, use it to, you know, wipe off. Hey! You know, use it as a rag or something like that. You know, wax. You know, you're you're not only insulting me; you're insulting her because that's what she mentioned. Well, maybe she needs another rag in the house. I don't know. You know, she's three D. Ah, would you stop? You and this, this. All right. Well, for the John G. Earls podcast, I have been who else? Tommy Ellison. With me, as always, the man on the beat from JohnG'sBeat.com. Mr. John Robleski. Peace.